Hi, welcome to the Everton Way. My summary of the game yesterday, really solid performance that deserved the point. We stopped them from playing, closed them down and broke up their play. Alan, Decore and VDB was amazing in midfield. Every Everton player did their job yesterday. Our work rate was unbelievable. We need a complete overall of our defence in the summer, that's obvious. But with an agent Coleman keeping Sterling quiet, Kenny playing at left-back again did amazing. We kept the champions at bay. The referee was shocking. The linesman at the main stand side couldn't keep up with play and missed three blatant offsides. No penalty in the first half and Alan was thrown to the ground, not even looked at by VAR. Then we had the strangest decision to go against us with the penalty late on. The referee didn't blow for it. It wasn't until the game was stopped for an offside that VAR got involved. City players knew it was a penalty. Everton players knew it was a penalty and Rich even stood on the penalty spot waiting to take the penalty. Every pundit on every channel said Stonewall penalty, even ex-referee same penalty. The ref wasn't even asked to go to the monitor as he obviously missed it. The City player's arm was in a natural position. That's corruption at its worst, blatant cheating by the officials. But I can't take it if we have given a good go. Yesterday, there was no void between the teams and Everton showed spirit, fight and passion. The referee needs to be held accountable. Bias beyond belief. The laws say that the arm starts at the bottom of the short sleeve shirt. That was a penalty all day long. VAR is a joke and so are the officials. This is Mark Watkinson. See you next time, Blues. Uh, welcome to the Everton Wait. Uh, Aim Horton here. Just took it as I could do the pre match um, discussion. Uh, came back from the game last night. No voice, no voice left, and on horse, the loss. Uh, it was a great game to go and watch. Very exciting. The fans were, were absolutely tremendous all over the all over the park. They were, you could hear them very, very loud. They were great, great atmosphere. Um, the performance of the team itself. You couldn't really fault the team. The team put everything on the pitch. They put everything on that pitch. They ran, ran the socks off in every position. They battled. They put the challenges in. They closed men down. And when we had the ball, we didn't do. We done well with the ball. We we, we done really well. We created a couple of chances. We done really well with the ball. Um, the actual team itself, you know, from from back to front, Jordan Pickford was just amazing. He was. He just had a great game, great game today. Couldn't fault him for the goal. He was great. You know, you had to give him. You had to give him. I had him yesterday. as probably one of his best games he's played. Probably a nine, nine of the day. Him, um, Seamus Coleman, captain a great captain's job. Played Sterling tremendous on on played played well against Sterling and. Phone, he's done really well against the wall on that side, you know. Um, had one of his better games. Very, you know, very strong. Done well on the day. Um, give him eight. Going to, like, the, um, the two centre-halves. Matthew Algate didn't put a foot wrong again. Just done well, done, done well. The goal, it comes off him, like, but, you know what I mean? It was just a fluke, a fluke of a goal. Just really jammy, really jammy. Um, and then we've got to go to like Michael Keane 
all games are eight. Michael Keane, you know, had a, one of his better games, better games again, done really well, positional well, strong. A couple of times, you know, on clearances he could have done, you know, maybe passed, got, got it to one of our players, you know, so we keep possession of the ball. Um, but, you know, on the day he done really well, but the goal, again, comes comes across, deflects off Hallgate, comes from him, he can't move his feet, you know what I mean? It's a shame because he had such a great, such a solid game yesterday, and, um, you know, maybe he could have moved his feet, they might not have got that goal, you know, and it you know, it'd been a, you know we might have got a draw out of the game, but, you know, apart from that, I couldn't fault him for anything else. Um, going to John Joe Kenny, he had a decent game again, John Joe, I know he's just his favourite favorite position left back, but he's doing a great job at the moment. Doing a, doing a great job, um, done really well. Um, give him an eight. Um, going to the midfield, a woman on his socks off again on the right, done really well. You know, um, you know. At times, I thought, you know, he, he he ran himself into the ground, but you know, maybe he should have come off a bit more earlier because. He was knackered. He was like, he'd run his heart out. So I'm going to give him an eight. Going to Anthony Gordon. Yeah, ran his heart out again. Done really, really well. Fantastic, you know. Going to be a great player in years to come in. Done really, really well. Um, fantastic player. Um, going to Anthony Gordon at eight. Going to Alan. Done really, really well yesterday. Alan and the Corey, really good. Together they looked like strong, stronger than strong, stronger than our, you know. Then we have been done really well. Alan, gonna give him an eight. The Corey again, and his socks off, you know, closed him down everywhere all over the pitch. Very, very good, you know, closed him down, done really well. Got to give him a nine, nine. You know, Van der Beek, Van der Beek was just, again, solid game. He had a solid game there in the middle. Boris done really well. You know, really, really well. I'm going to give him a nine, a nine. Uh, going up front to Richie Allison. Richie Allison, you know, played his ass out, done his best. You know, this this guy's just to be honest with you, mate. You know, gets the ball, he's got three players around him, and you know, he still still manages to hold on to the ball and then put releases the pass. You know, he's a very talented player. We're lucky to have him at Everton Football Club. You know, he's he's just a great player. Um, had a good game, done really well. El Ghazi, come on. Um, I didn't see much of him. Maybe should have come on a bit earlier, a bit earlier, because the lads were knackered. They've come on for really tired, really tired. Um, Demari Gray expected him. Demari Gray expected him to come on and do a bit more. You know what I mean? He'd get round the back of them. You know, put them under pressure. Get around the back of them and there, you know. But on, you know, come on, get them back after injury and all that. So. You know, it was positives, they were positives, you know, they come on and done well. So, to be honest with you, um, 1-0, you know, I think we deserved the points on the day. Um, 
We should have got. We should have been one-one. I think when Richardson had a shot in the first half and he made a save, that could have been one dollar out time. We could have been one dollar. But going back to the end of the game, just before I go off, go off on this one, I'm absolutely um, astounded. Is the word astounded at what what I've seen? You know when. Um, you know, after the game, everyone was talking about it, and the, the players, um, players um, stand. The, the players um, we're in the park stand in the players' lounge. We have the meals and all that in, in the hospitality. It's, it's fantastic in there as well. I'll tell you a bit about that. Um, just going back to that decision, the Richardson, the end there, the shot, and then it comes back, and that Rodri, honestly, he unballs it, and, and then they go to they go to VAR. And the screaming, everyone on the ground, 40,000, 40,000 people screaming, screaming. You know, unmercifully screaming, saying it's um, it's a penalty. You know, I, I just can't believe our referee cannot communicate with VAR properly. He said he's outside it or whatever it was. He couldn't get a clear view of it. If you didn't get a clear view of the handball, why didn't he go to the screen to have a look at it and make a decision? It's absolutely diabolical. It shouldn't be happening. There's no way on earth that should be happening in such a game like that. You know, um, and to listen to the VAR fella, um, I can't remember his name, the VAR fella, whoever it is, up in the game, making them decisions. I think it was Kaiser Kavanagh. Um, and no penalty awarded. It's blatantly, honest to God, I feel like we'd be. I felt like we'd been robbed. I felt like we'd been robbed. It was. It was just absolutely disgusting. What what I see there, and it makes me. It makes me uh, bitter and angry. And um, that behind the behind the scenes of football. Are these officials being paid, or is the corruption, is the corruption happening within within the game? Because, oh, that is never given a penalty. I'll never know, because it's just absolutely disgraceful. What I seen, and I come home and I had no voice left, and then I came home again. I came home after the football, and we what what what's it? I'm matching the day, and Sherry, yeah, Alan Shearer, he was um, talking about it. And he um, actually said, blatant penalty. I think, you know, Gary Lineker, you know, didn't want to say too much on it, but he, everyone could see it was a penalty. Um, but, you know, it just makes me wonder, is, is there something going on behind the scenes? Because it's just ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous how they can't communicate between themselves and um, give a penalty, get a penalty, score a penalty with 1-1. We've got a draw. We've all we came out happy. We worked our socks off. We showed loads of passion. We've pressed. We've tackled. We've ran our hearts out for ninety minutes, and we beat by a by a dubious goal and a fluky goal. And we should have been given a penalty. It should have been one one going home. Um, but uh, after all that, uh, really really enjoyed. I've got no voice left. Um, spoke to Joe Parkinson. And uh, see Vanden out the game and not having a word with them all. And uh, hopefully we might get some of them on the podcast, Joe. 
might come on and, and um, answer a few uh, questions for us. Yeah, I was in the players' lounge, like I was telling everybody, uh, the stand, Parkhead stand, the hospitality. Uh, the actual setup there is just amazing. You go in there and you know you're playing to your room. You have a lovely, lovely meal. You sit down, have a great meal. Go to the bar. You bring your drinks over. Wait a service. I just. Uh, you know, it's just a fantastic way to go to the game and really enjoy the game and take it all in. You go to, you go to your seat. It's, you know, relaxing. It's the best best way of going to a football match. I've, I've been, you know, loads of different places in the ground and all that, but I've never really been in the hospitality side of it. And um, today, you know, thanks to um, the Hunt families, you know, classic builders, uh, he took me on it. It was, it was, it was great great day out with Dan Levy and uh, Ray from Manchester City lucky we never got the draw but um, thanks again for listening um, Eamon Horton the Everton way and um, we'll see you next time Frank Frank you um, you must feel very aggrieved at that because it, it was a very hard work and very and performance full of endeavour you probably should have had a penalty at the end yeah I mean there's, there's no doubt there's no probably to it but yeah the, the performance was great the, the, the organisation the work ethic which we worked on spoke about was absolutely applied by the team uh, it deserved a point I know City had possession they always do and they had chances so did we in the first half um, but you know everyone in the stadium would have felt the, the levels of that performance in so many ways and then the decision is is incredible an incredible decision that that loses us the opportunity to get what we deserved. Uh, as, can you understand why um, he didn't consult the um, the pitch side monitor? Because we, uh, looking up here, we all thought it was it was nailed on that he would. Yeah, well, that's that's VAR's call. That's Chris Kavanagh. It's completely on Chris. I've spoken to the referees on the day, and they know it's a penalty. So my my question was whether it was offside in the build up. It wasn't. So. Uh, it's Chris Kavanagh because the referee couldn't see it on the pitch. It was on the other side. That's fine. That's one of the reasons we've got VAR to have those second secondary eyes and a minute or two to. But it, it, we wouldn't even need more than five seconds to see that that was a penalty. Everybody saw it. So he either should have told the referee it's a penalty, give it, or say go and look just to be clear. And I can't understand why he didn't. We've lost a point potentially while we're fighting for our life by a professional who, who can't do his job right. And that's amazing. Everyone in the Premier League will know. I'll, I'll wait for the um, the statement or the the apology or whatever they do when they when they give a statement about things that were wrong. But it will mean nothing. Well, I was going to, I was going to say that the apology, the apology means nothing when you, when you've been denied that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, and and then you start searching for for why's and you know. Um, I can't I can't think of why because it's incompetence to get it wrong. Like anyone who understands football at any level, Manchester City, you know, Pep Guardiola will know, Manchester City fans will know, Everton fans will certainly know um, that it was the most clear handball you can give. The arm is out. All the, all the criteria. The arm's out, great. It's below the, the sleeve, great. Okay, from our point of view, penalty, I'm waiting for him to, to run to the screen and give it. So, um, absolutely no understanding. Of, as I say, incompetence at best, at worst, who knows? Thanks. Thanks very much, Frank. Thank you. Greg O'Keefe, please. Hi, Frank. Aside from the obvious with the results, 
was that the, the best game plan in terms of how your players have executed what you wanted them to do since you've been here? Um, I think that and Leeds I think Leeds were fantastic Brentford was great considering it was our first game but Leeds was really good but yeah I think when you I suppose when you analyse the difficulty and the strength of the opposition we spoke a lot I I tried not to speak too much because you don't want to sort of strike fear into your team because City is so complete there aren't many weaknesses and there are so many strengths but we laid it out and then you you know you you trust in the players to apply it and applying it against City means huge work ethic huge focus and they and they did that from the first minute to the last and you know even the goal was a mistake you can't legislate for that it happens the lads gave everything and they deserve more they really deserve more and how important was the return of Abdullah Decore? He seems to make everyone around him step up a level as well. Yeah, yeah, he was incredible. You know, I, I, I'm a big admirer of him from outside beforehand. Um, to come and have him injured is disappointing, and then to see him produce that level of output, fitness-wise, and just and his performance as a whole um, against the, against the best team in the league because you know, their top was was uh, was great. So yeah, big big plus for him to be back in the team. Thank you. Thank you. Adam Jones, please. Hi, Frank. Uh, I just wanted to ask about Donny Van Der Beek. Obviously, he came off in the second half. Uh, was there any sort of injury behind that? No, we, we hope it's cramp. Um, so that's that's how we hope. I, I don't want to completely commit to that, but we hope it is. He, he said he felt like it wasn't so bad. Um, I thought he played really well. You know, he put in a big shift. And from not playing so many games to coming in and playing a few games for us, Cramp would be understandable. We just hope it's not worse than that. Thanks, Frank. Thank you. Jim Conlon, please. Hi, Frank. Uh, just on their tonight's performance, you always look the threat on the break. Uh, you always posed the threat in behind whenever you had the ball. Was, was that the sort of game plan to really try and use Richardson's Richardson's pace on the counter? Yeah, yeah, it, it was because I think you have to, you have to accept. The city pretty much out possession everybody, so they, they get territory and get in your half. And a big part of our plan was to be very, very compact and hard working. But when we won the ball back, to, to have the, the first pass to be forward and to be clinical through their through their counter press, and we did it. And then we, you know, we know that Richie's so mobile that he was on the move, and Anthony and, and Alex were joining in, and Decore from midfield. So we knew that that was a a big opportunity for us to, to maybe give them a problem and I thought the players did it really well we didn't quite get the end end product it's not easy but I thought it was uh, it was good it was good stuff from us and um, we're still early in terms of those getting those things spot on in terms of our work together as staff and as the players but I thought they did it really well today I'm unfortunate not to get more out of it